Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey, good afternoon, Facebook family. Evening for some of you and morning for others of you. Welcome to another episode on the road. Post Daily Dose with me. Your trusted parenting advisor, faithful guide, and servant on the healing journey. What's my name? Big Papa Brian Post. Hope everyone's doing fantastic on this amazing... I think we're Tuesday. Terrific Tuesday. That's where we're at. I've got a child who has a lot of anxiety. And the doors were locked. Hang on just a moment. Hey, walk over to McDonald's. Now, it's o- it's open, I think. I'll pull down there. So... She says she's lazy. <laughs> she's actually just scared. And she's 16. And she has really high anxiety. And it's so very interesting. So we are, I am in um, West Sacramento. And we are making our way back to Chico. And so I want to pull over and chop it up with you guys. But I want to talk to you a minute about, I'm going to pull up here in the shade. I wanted to talk to you about the difference between thinking and knowing. And um, we had an executive meeting and Miss Edna brought up um, that some some of our parents, they um, really... They really know, like, they can really, she said they really talk about the stress model, but the application of it is not showing up. And it's that, and so that's really true. But that's what kind of planted the seed for today's, for today's dose. Hello, Colleen. And uh, hello, Mimi. I see you just popping on there. Hope you had a good doctor's appointment today. Um, The difference between thinking and knowing which can also be the difference between thinking and feeling. And it is not uncommon, it's not just parents, it's, it can be professionals too, that, that think. So see, the, the, you know what, this, what, what it reminds me of is the psychology of regulation, where the psychology of regulation is different than cognitive behavioral therapy. So much about cognitive behavioral therapy is about changing our thinking to change our behaviors and a lot of times that's how parents view their children they view their children and 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 I'm gonna say this is it's generational it's societal it's cultural but it is also influenced by mental health that parents will oftentimes view their children as needing to change their thinking therefore change their behaviors and the problem with that is Thinking is a byproduct of an emotional experience. The emotional experience occurs first. The thinking occurs first on a conscious level. And that cellular consciousness, that cellular unconsciousness, is what creates our emotion. And then it's what creates our actual cognition. Cognition is a byproduct of an emotional experience. A lot of times parents get overwhelmed, they get overwhelmed and they get stressed. And when as parents we become overwhelmed and stressed, then 
we are no longer relating to, we're no longer relating to our children where they're at. We're, we're relating to them where we want them to be. If your child is acting out, and you're telling, you're telling your child, stop doing that, stop doing that, stop doing that. What, what you're actually doing is you're relating to your child in that moment where you want them to be, which means you're not relating to them from where they're actually at. And then when that happens, that's a huge gap in communication. That is a, that is a huge fall off in attunement. See, attunement is the dance between the parents and the child, the parent and the child. It's the signal. Like, I'm just, we're driving along, and I've got Hillary, my 16-year-old, um, with me. And she's got her little mouse, and her little mouse's name is Lil' Cow. And we're driving along, and I actually have the thought, I wonder how Lil' Cow is doing. And then, and I didn't say anything, but then she turned around in her seat. And pulled her little shoe box. You see him. There's actually a little mouse in that shoe box. She pulled that shoe box up to the front seat. And she said, I'm going to check on little cow. And I was like, that's really cool. Because I was thinking the same thing. That's attunement. That's attunement. Where you're just signaled to. It's like a, it's like a unconscious, nonverbal check-in where you just signal to check in when children go into distress and parents cannot attend to the distress because they become distressed you lose the connection of attunement when you lose the connection of attunement you're pretty much losing everything because in that moment your child is becoming a threat your child is the threat your child is the predator your child is the villain when you lose the attunement. When you lose the attunement, then all you're doing is trying to think. You're trying to get your child to be where you want them to be, and you're failing to relate to them where they're at. And the most difficult part, the most difficult part of it, is that when we become stressed, hey there, Gina. Hello, Brenda Lee. When we become stressed, we regress. And when we regress, we start acting from our own emotional age. And I'm talking about the emotional age of us adults. We regress to an emotional age. And when we regress, we cannot meet our children at their emotional age. Because our stress and our fear takes over. We stop. So you could know Love Bakes Parenting. You could be following Brian Post for 20 years. You could know from fear to love inside and out. But when you get stressed, that thinking becomes a byproduct of what you are feeling emotionally. It's not even what you're feeling in your heart. It's what your amygdala is experiencing. That your amygdala is experiencing Fear and stress and overwhelm. When your amygdala is experiencing fear and stress and overwhelm, the only thing you can try to do is keep yourself safe. You're not actually trying to keep anyone else safe. You're trying to keep yourself safe. You've lost the process of attunement. So when Miss Edna says that we have 
we have parents who who understand the stress mon on a head level, but their follow through, their follow through is what's dropping off. That that falls back on me. That's my responsibility. It's my responsibility to help bridge that gap between the thinking and the knowing. Because see, I know. I know when I sit down and I talk to families and I look at kids and I interact with kids, I know. I know where they're coming from and I have to pay attention to myself. And when I pay attention to myself, I'm able to keep myself regulated so I keep my thinking online. I can keep my short-term memory available. I can stay connected. I can stay understanding. But when I become stressed out and overwhelmed, then I start focusing on my own survival. And when that happens, I lose the connection to, to the kiddo. I could even lose connection to the parent. And when that happens, then we're all going to be in survival. Attunement is what Miss Edna was referring to when she talks about thinking as opposed to knowing. And I want you all to keep working on getting to the experience of knowing. And the only reason it's difficult is because we become stressed and we become, we become overwhelmed. And that's right. Christy says simple concepts but not easy. They are not easy because we become stressed and overwhelmed and it's the most frustrating thing in the world. Stress and overwhelm frustrate me more than anything. I mean, th those those are stress and overwhelm are are my biggest nemesis. They're my biggest nemesis. Parents are not my nemesis. Kids are not my nemesis. Stress and fear are the biggest nemesis because they are the barrier to love. Remember to breathe. In any given moment, we all have two choices. God, I want you to. I want you. <laughs> I want you to know this, and I want you to feel it so bad. You can continue to react from the same blueprints of stress and fear and overwhelm, or you can stop. You can slow down, take three to ten deep breaths, and choose love. In any given moment, you just have to override that amygdala. That's what you got to do. I hope you guys will choose love. God bless you. Big Papa loves you. I hope you have a fantastic evening. I've got a very patient 16-year-old sitting outside the car in 95-degree temperatures. Even though she's in the shade, she's being very patient. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. I am I am on the road. Sorry about yesterday. I was in the middle of Fort... The, the drive, the mountains from Fort Bragg to, um, what's that, Willits. And it's like it's like this. And so no signal. So I luckily was able to get a message to Christy and she entertained you guys. So I hope you have a fantastic evening and I will um, talk to you tomorrow.